Greetings, this is Carl, and you are listening to Behavior Up Radio, a short episode today. We've had some heavy, long episodes, the last seven on real financial planning. And so I just have a question for you today. Because the listens and the downloads for the last seven episodes, the seven steps of real financial planning, have been through the roof consistently every day for seven days. Which leads me to a question. Would you do me a huge favor? Here's my question. Do you give financial advice for a living? That's my question. Would you just find your email? I know that you might be driving or walking the dog. I hope you're walking the dog, right? Just outside doing something fun and you don't have access to email. Amazing. When you get back to your computer, would you just do me a favor? Hit compose, type hello at behaviorgap.com, hello at behaviorgap.com. In the subject line, just put podcast. And if all you have time to do is just say yes or no, here's the question. Do you give financial advice for a living? Yes or no? I would love to get that feedback. If you have more time, I'm super curious. Do you enjoy the episodes where I go deep into the process of giving financial advice? Even if you're not, if it's not what you do for a living. That'd be amazing. That's all I'm asking for today. Actually, you know what? Just because you're here and I don't want to leave you with nothing, let me just tell you um, something I found really, really fascinating today. Um, There's an old saying that the last four words of any great investor are, this time it's different, right? Meaning that's the, those are the words that people say before they become a not so great investor. It was pointed out to me today that that is only taking into account 100 years of world history, right? If you go back much further, things changed all the time. You know, you've got empires rising and falling. You've got what the version of currency, the world's fiat currency is changing. That the, even, the, even the concept of currency is changing. So that led me to just a fascinating kind of afternoon of thinking about how much the world is changing, how much things are different. Now, I'm not suggesting that whatever's going on in the stock market right now, which I haven't even looked for a very long time, but whatever's going on in the stock market right now, I'm not suggesting that, that this time it's going to be different. I'm not suggesting it at all. I'm just, all I'm saying is things do change. Things do change. And that I don't, I think, in fact, I know we don't like to think about that because it opens up all sorts of uncertainty. Right? As investors, we don't like to think about that because we're like, oh, no, it can't change because then it opens up all sorts of uncertainty. But the reality is things do change and uncertainty is reality. So what do we do with that? Instead of just being overwhelmed by it or depressed or hiding in our bed with the sheets over our heads, right? What do we do about that? I think what we do is we focus on general resilience, Right? So instead of specific events, specific resilience, we focus on general resilience. Whenever a system is weak, we want to focus on being generally resilient. And so an example of you know, a, an event-specific type of resilience would be a specific type of insurance that insures against a, you know, a, a, a very specific event. And this is just financially, I'm thinking. A, an example of general resilience 
would be an emergency fund in cash in the bank or a paid off mortgage. Right? That makes you generally more resilient. And so whenever I get overwhelmed by things could change and oh, things feel uncertain, what I typically do is I feel overwhelmed for a little bit. I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I, you know, whatever I do, my wife likes to do sun salutations. I like to go lift heavy things, go on a walk outside, whatever I have to do to kind of feel that, not run from it, not resist it, not ignore it, but feel it. And then I take a deep breath and say, okay, great. What can I focus on? What can I actually control? What do I have control over? And then I try to make short little steps towards what I can control. And right now, if I'm feeling like things are out of control or uncertain, what I can control is making myself generally more resilient. Right? I can chip away at some debt. I can try and have a little bit more in an emergency fund. You know, on the physical side, right? I can, I can focus on functional movement and my health. You know, I used to be very specifically built to ride a road bike, right? To spin pedals at 120 revolutions a minute for four or five hours. And I remember when I was like in the best road biking shape of my life, if somebody asked me to pick something up, I couldn't do it. So I, I functionally, I wasn't very healthy. So that's, you know, a very specific type of strength, if you will, versus a general sense of resilience. So I love the idea of just thinking like if a system I'm dealing with is, is, is fragile, if the system is fragile, I want to make myself generally resilient. I hope that's helpful. Don't hesitate to throw your comments on the email that you're going to send me about whether you give financial advice for a living um, about that concept as well. Thanks, my friends. Talk to you soon. Bye.